everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. Do you ever wonder how to answer the questions your insurance company is asking? What do they really want to know? Like I drive to work, but only twice a week. Let me deal with it for you. I'm literally an expert. I'm on your side virtually for free. Text me, Jared Gerard, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. All right, then. Welcome to our show all up in your face with another episode of the SWP Tales of Sports and Whatever. It's Steve Warren here in the nation's capital, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, and Jim Jerome in Edmonton, Alberta, back for another program. James, how are you today? Stevie, it's a big day. It's a big day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, my friend. Um, Although I picked a a good year to have a shoulder injury. Uh, because it's it's raining again in in Edmonton. They're they're going to set a record here for for rainfall. Okay, it. I'm I, I'm. Well, how can I tell you how much rain it is? It every day, Steve. Okay, it's been raining every day as far back as I can remember. So, but I can't play. But I'm starting to be able to swing the golf club, Stevie. Arr, arr, oh arr, yeah, arr, arr, I forgot about arr, the golf angle to your shoulder injury. Arr, 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 arr. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. Maybe you and I can play, Steve. I'm coming to town, uh, by the way. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, mark the date, Steve. When? The big fella's coming to town. <laughs> uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. You and me, uh, Stevie, 21, 2, 3, 4. I'll be in on the uh, 20, 21, 22. I'll be in on the 25th of July till the 28th, Stevie. What, what brings you to town? You, Stevie. Oh, stop you, it. You and me. You and me. You know, I don't get to see you anymore. Uh, I'm doing my my trek to Sudbury the week before. Ah, uh, there you, know, you go. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm coming to Ottawa after. Okay. I could just, bl- I could have, you know what? I'm, uh, you know what? I'm going to go straight home. Forget it. <laughs> For, forget it. Who needs to see you, you torn down pieces? Sure. Yeah, no, not that you have a sister in town or anything like that. Dried up bag of shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm downstairs doing a little more than chipping, Stevie. I've been chipping a little bit. But now it's time for some full swipes, Stevie. Right? Look out, live tour. Here I come. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Watch uh, out. That, that uh, reference to the bag of uh, excrement a moment ago, um, that's just an, it's an ongoing thing that you and I call each other, have for about 20 years. Um, right. But another one I'd like to bring back is the torn down. You know? Oh, sure. The torn down piece of sh- piece of exactly. Crap. That's the, it. Was usually the wind up to the the bag, but yeah, calling people a torn down is very strong, and uh, it was our thing on Tigor back in the day. Bunch of torn downs. Some torn right. down called in the show. I think we should kind of just give that a little injection of life here on the podcast. You bunch of torn downs. Tor- torn downs. Yeah, everyone's a torn down. <clears throat> One of my favorite moments. Uh, I went to the as you know. I went to the Masters in 08, and uh, long story short, it was was a friend of mine 
was through, through the great when I got connected. This is how I ended up at the Masters is I, I couldn't get a pass, Stevie. It was it was like you, you need to know someone to get a ticket to the Masters. And uh, um, so I, I, I phoned Mike Weir's agent and, and he's like, I can't, I, I, I can't, you know, phone this stub hub. And so I did. And I asked the lady, was, is there any tickets? She said, no, no, there's no, no tickets. You know, and I said, well, uh, so-and-so told me to phone you. Oh, mm-hmm. she goes, oh, okay. So I can get you in one day, uh, get you a single pass for the week. It's $5,000. Okay. So it's five grand if you know someone, Steve, okay, to get to the masters. Anyway, so that didn't work. And then, you know, the great one said, ask my buddy, he takes a bunch of clients to the Masters, this insurance guy. And so I phoned him. He's like, perfect, man, I need you. I, he rents two houses, Stevie, uh, right on the golf course, like a mile. He said, I, these guys, he takes 20 clients, Steve. Like he spends a quarter of a million bucks or something taking clients to the Masters. And uh, he said, I, I got nothing to do with them at night. I'll give you a pass for the week. And you hold court on the balcony, okay, on the veranda of one of these houses and tell a bunch of jokes. I said, I, I, that's a hell of a deal, okay? So yeah. you know how lucky I am. The world opens up. Anyway, it was a great week, so I had to, I didn't know how to repay this guy, Stevie, who took me. He's rich. He plays at Sherwood. He's got nothing but money. I can't, you can't send him, Steve, a dozen golf balls for the <laughs> $20,000 pass, right? I didn't know what to do, so. Six-pack of beer. Yeah, right, yeah. Here you a go, card. Buddy. A card, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, never underestimate the power of a handwritten note, Stevie, okay? It's the best thing ever. Thanks a lot for the endless amount of money you spent on me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So anyway, I I, I said, what do you, I I don't know if you want to do this, but I was a member of a golf course at the time. I said, do you want to come to my member guest? You know, I I don't know what to, and the guy was, he was knocked out. He's like, oh man, that'd be the best. I'd love to. So he, he came up from LA, American guy, obviously, uh, so he would hear, I was emceeing the gig, Stevie, the member guest. And of course, you know, I, we, we just rip on each other, Stevie, us Canadians. You know, you talk about torn downs and dried up bag of this and that. And, and so I'm kind of tearing guys up, Stevie, emceeing it. You know, it's, it's fun. It's a riot. And I come off and this guy's like, holy God, dude, do you guys just, do you do this all day? Like, just just kill guys and rip them limb from limb. Because <laughs> Americans don't really do... I've done a couple of American gigs, and it, 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 it's it's a different scene. I, they just don't do that as as much as, as we do, the self-deprecation. So anyway, we all got snapped, and we went for dinner. And this guy, we're just killing each other. And he's like, you guys got to stop. I can't handle this. You know what you're doing. And one of our buddies there, Stevie, had a bunch of plastic surgery done over the years. Okay. And as soon as he, as soon as he leaves the table, Steve, of course, we're like, you know, what's he doing there? Jesus, what the, what the hell? <laughs> you can't even recognize. And this guy's going, would you shut up, you guys, you know, shut up, stop this, you know? And of course he lives in America where everyone gets plastic surgery. No one ever mentions it, Steve. Okay? Yeah. You don't do it. And, uh, and as he said, don't, cause every girl in, in, in California has the bolt-ons, Stevie. Okay. What's a, what's a bolt-on? Bolt-ons are, are, are new, new breasts, Steve. Oh, okay. The, the new breasts, right? The, right. the breasts, yeah. you know, they got the bolt-on. So anyway, our buddy gets up and we're just killing him when he's in the bathroom. And, and, and my buddy Jimmy's just going bananas because you got to stop. So anyway, our buddy comes back to the table and my friend says, hey, Bill, 
nice nose. Can I try it on? <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, the guy's going, he's just going bonkers, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, that had to do with calling each other torn downs and, and, and this guy being like, he just felt like he was put through the ringer. He was just yeah. exhausted with how self-deprecating we are and, and other person deprecating, you know? So yeah. Uh, More importantly, in the old golf course side of things, you mentioned the great one there. Um, has his cold shoulder come to a close? Because, of course, he famously snubbed you since you burned him on the Michael Jordan golf course, told you absolutely whatever you do, do not take photography. So you went out and did a bunch of photography and put it right online. The answer, Steve, is no. Oh, no. I even did a little, uh, I even did a little one to him the other day, you know, said, uh, am I still in the doghouse, you know? This is an important relationship, Steve, as you may know. <laughs> yeah. So I oh. think it's over. Oh, dear. There might be. I never heard back. I never heard back, Steve. I have a, I have a cell number now. Maybe you want me to text him, see if oh, I yeah. get a response? <laughs> Jim said to say hi, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve, how are you? Can I, You want to come to my member guest? Okay, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Then we're going grab to a, grab a jet and fly over to watch the Open in, in the next oh, week. Boy. So, yeah, that's Anyway. The answer is right. no. Uh, no. Well, let's no. jump in today. I hope that yeah. uh, things get better in that regard. But uh, we're, uh, well, we got some diversity happening in the sport of hockey right now. Uh, across the board, all kinds of headlines about diversity. And probably the biggest one would be the San Jose Sharks naming former NHLer Mike Greer as the team's next general manager. And in doing so, he becomes the first black general manager in NHL history. Greer said today, I'm extremely proud and grateful to be given the opportunity to be the GM. Looks forward to the challenge of building a fast, competitive, hardworking team. And uh, we had just talked about the San Jose situation yesterday mm-hmm. in that, uh, I guess, uh, Joe Will, the interim GM, decided to fire the entire coaching staff very mysteriously two months after the season ended. And it looks now like Mike Greer probably has his own, uh, as Joe Will pointed out, his own ideas as to what he wants to see behind the bench moving forward. So uh, uh, definitely, um, you know, a a great day for the NHL in that another color barrier has fallen. Yeah, I think I I think he might have played here. I think I thought he played most of his career in Washington, didn't he, Mike Greer? Yes. Uh, But he he might have had a stop in Edmonton. I don't know if you have his career out in front of you. Because I played 14 years in Edmonton, Washington, Buffalo, and uh, the Sharks as well. And that's where he announced his retirement in 2011. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, because I remember him. Uh, anyway, it it, 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 it throw it on the heap of a, a great day for diversity, you know, in the NHL. And it's kind of, it's, it's fantastic, right, that they're, they're, they're doing that. Uh, and then I, I wonder if we'll live long enough, Steve, to see the day where when they hire people, it won't, it won't be mentioned what, what race and color they are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but we're I guess we're getting there. I guess we're getting there. It shows you how far back we are, right? That the headline is not San Jose hires a, a GM with, you know, maybe I I don't know what his past gig was, uh, but they hire a GM with, you know, little little experience. They're gonna take a shot on this guy. But the headline is they hired the first black guy, which which is which is good. You know, it's good. It's it's obviously slow. Uh, you know the the move to to diversity, but. Uh, 
Congratulations. You know, congratulations. Yeah. I, ho- I hope there's a day where we, when we keep going forward that, that yeah. it won't be a footnote all the time on these hirings, you know? Yeah. Well, you always celebrate number one, and that's uh, that's Greer. We get to about, I don't know, 167. It probably stops being a storyline. In the meantime, I'll tell you his background. He's 47. He served mm-hmm. with the New York Rangers as a hockey operations advisor that uh, last season. He was a mm-hmm. scout with the Hawks from 2014 to 2018. And uh, actually, Greer's older brother, Chris, has been the Miami Dolphins GM since 2016. So, oh, no way. And wow. it's also on the uh, gender inequity side of things. we got two hirings in pro hockey. One of them I find, because I think Haley Wickenheiser, she's already been with the Toronto Maple Leafs for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she started out as the assistant director of player development 2018 promoted to senior director last year, and now she has been made an assistant general manager with the club. The Leafs promoted Haley Wickenheiser, Ryan Hardy, and Daryl Metcalf, uh, all the assistant general managers. Curtis Sanford is the goaltending coach now. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's not a dramatic difference mm-hmm. for Haley Wickenheiser and something that she did in 2018. She's been an important employee with the Leafs for several years. But Jessica Campbell is the one that I find very interesting in that she's the first female assistant coach, like on the bench in mm-hmm. American Hockey League history. Jessica Campbell uh, is going to be an assistant coach with the top farm club with the Seattle Kraken, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And mm-hmm. so she becomes mm-hmm. the first woman to serve that role in AHL history. And that's a real hands-on position. Like you're going to be on the ice for practice. You're going to be behind the bench during games and I find that to be a uh, an extremely fascinating um, first in pro hockey. Yeah. You know, I owe an apology, actually, to Haley Wickenheiser. Uh, I know her. I've interviewed her. Uh, Russ and I had her on the show, and I've, kn- yeah. I've known her for a lot of years. And, and how great uh, is she, by the way, just to intervene? She's amazing. She's so cool. She's so cool, man. She's so cool. Uh, you remember that interview. And I've had a riot with her at gigs when we're doing live gigs. She's, she's game for anything and just a wonderful person. Um, but but what, where she was really remarkable, I think, is um, she, wanted to, she wanted to take the lead, uh, you know, on, on this diversity issue of trying to get women at least recognized, you know, in the hockey world when they've been, you know, they still battle, right? They still battle to get on an even plane. Um, but what, what she did, I, I, I kind of made fun of it. She went and, she went and tried out for a men's league over in Europe, either in, you know, uh, I forget which league it was. Um, but she went to do that. And I remember going, no, Haley, you, you got no shot. Okay. You got no chance with doing this step aside. Okay. You, you, you can't do that. And I was, I was kind of making fun, but in the, at the same time, I thought, yeah, what are, what are you doing? You know, and and when I look back at it, Steve, what she was probably doing because she's realistic was I got no chance, but it's but it's an opportunity for me to 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 keep the ball rolling here with women's hockey, you know. And I and when I think back, like I said, I owe her apology for doing that because I, because her mo was was not I'm going to go tear the league up. You know, I'm. You know, she might make the team. She might not. Chances were she wouldn't make the team, and yet she still went ahead and did that. And I think her, her purpose, uh, her cause, and her passion was that was the reason she did that. And and I think that makes her remarkable. You know, um, when she wanted to sort of break the mold, 
you know, and, and, and try and get women's hockey, you know, or at least keep it at the forefront. Right. Um, and, and I think she took a lot of criticism for it. Um, but, but I know what she was up to, you know, and, and I think that makes her exceptional. Yeah. She played in a Finnish league, a men's pro Finnish league. And I think she did so for two or three years, got her stats here. She played in 0203-0304 with HC Salamat. I don't think that's their top tier league in Finland, but mm-hmm. she went over and did that. And then in 0809, she played for uh, Linden HC. And uh, I'm trying to figure out where exactly that one is. I think it also is in Finland, but I see her point too, because Initially, there, there was some people going, okay, why don't you just stick to dominating women's hockey and building up women's hockey, when in reality, that's exactly what she was trying to do in that she wants women's hockey to be taken seriously. And I think she really wanted to, as the best player in the game at that point in her life, mm-hmm. show that there's not really that big a gap between the women's game and the men's game. I think there is still a sizable gap and always will be for obvious reasons, just by the chemistry of males versus females. But I think uh, by playing in a men's league um, where a lot of Finnish men would love to play, um, she goes over there and makes those teams. That helped her her goal of making women's hockey to be something to be taken seriously. So I kind of stand corrected. I, I didn't realize she played that long over there. I thought it was kind of a one or two year deal and then she was done. Yeah. No, it's two, three anyway, years. Good for her. Congratulations, man. She deserves it is my point. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully it'll all go well, but in a day-to-day assistant coaching role, I'm hoping that in the culture of hockey as we know it, that her players will all be on board and treat her professionally the way she should be treated. Well, all, all this stuff, right? You know, when when this happens, Steve, in the, in the world of sports, uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you know, everyone's got the passion, right, to do it. Everyone's got the drive. Uh, you know, we, we talk all the time, right, about, you know, when are you going to bow out from this thing? You know, this, this, this absolute, you know, utter devotion to, to your, to your career in the world of pro sports, you know? Um, and uh, in, in the end, Steve, all of it, uh, is it unfortunate? I don't think so. I think it's the reality of sports. It's, you know, you're, you're, you're measured on your, on your actions, you know, you're, you're measured on your results. You're measured, you know, professional sports is a results-based thing, man. Uh, they've, they've got the small little loophole all the time, Steve, of the rebuild. Mm-hmm. Okay, that 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 deal. Um, so w- will she get the respect of players? I think so. You know, I, I, I think so. Uh, why wouldn't she, you know? Uh, but then how is she going to do, right? It's, it's Time will tell, right? Time will tell. And uh, it's based on wins and losses, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I mean, I, why wouldn't yeah? Why wouldn't she? I think the obvious reason is, um, I don't know, the entire history of man in that there's been that sort of notion of run like a girl, throw like a girl, that kind right. of thing. I, I have a hard time believing that you'll get full buy-in from all 20 guys that, you know, that there might not be one knuckle dragger, but hopefully that that knuckle dragger is uh, in a situation where his teammates are going to tune him up and uh, mm-hmm. get him on board. Well, remember, remember the young girl Steve uh, in the All Star game who ripped everyone in the in the uh, the this uh, fastest skating deal. Yeah, it's remember funny you mentioned that. Yeah, because I was just thinking about that when you were talking about Haley Wickenheiser and her foray over into Europe in men's hockey, 
And I was thinking, it just popped into my mind that I think the most significant thing, because Haley Wickenheiser was obviously trying to do this too, to get women's hockey to be traded seriously. And I think the moment for me that did that maybe more than anything else was Kendall Coyne Schofield at the NHL All-Star Game in front of an international audience, a world audience, for the skills Mm -hmm. competition going out in the fastest skater competition and uh, not finishing last, like just blowing, like unbelievable wheels around the ice. Right. And, uh, right. and that, that that's opened up doors for her personally, but I think it also opened up some eyes among hockey fans to say, wow, can the women ever skate now? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It got right. me, it got me to straighten up a little bit. I'll tell you. Yeah. Let's take a time out of the program. When we return, um, want to talk about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Maybe ever. Uh, now are you pick, uh, is that me again? No, it's not. Oh, it's oh. it's a it's a guy named Chris Broussard on Fox Sports. He basically said the city of Toronto and the country of Canada were racist. I might be putting words in his mouth, but he certainly heavily implied that. We'll get to it coming up after these words. You've heard a lot from me over the last three years, and I think I can help you. My goal is to save you money, and I'll make it easy, too. I won't waste your time with 25 questions about whether you got your G1 on a Tuesday or a Friday. Text QUOTE to 860-6008 to get started. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Our great sponsors, Jim K. Ford, All Insurance Ontario, Glenn Walton. Thanks to all of you guys. You're great. At Jim K. Ford, the 2022 Ford Bronco SUV is ready to help shift your perspective and push boundaries on your terms with a newly available manual transmission with the Sasquatch package. Oh, baby. The Jim K. Ford Bronco is back. Order yours today exactly the way you want it at Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans, or jimkford.com. And if you need help navigating this wild Ottawa housing market, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all of the offers coming in. For buyers, Glenn has the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers out there. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn today, glennwalton.com. So it is uh, Fox Sports on Monday. And certainly it's interesting news on an NBA front, the possibility of NBA superstar Kevin Durant being traded to the Toronto Raptors. How cool would that be? Yeah, this is one of the truly best players in the game, even now. Anyway, on the show, the Fox show, first things first, looks like a five-person panel. And Chris Broussard, when they start talking about Kevin Durant and playing in Toronto and playing in Canada, Broussard goes completely sideways. In fact, I'll play it for you here right now. Listen to what this dingbat had to say about Toronto and Canada. But, Twan, you know, it's not America. And you feel it when you're there. I'm telling you, especially as an African-American, it's a different situation than African-Americans are used to being in. And they've all I've talked to people in that organization pre Ujiri about can they keep African-American superstars there? That's possibly. And again, that's courtesy of Fox Sports and Chris Broussard saying what he said there. Possibly one of the dumbest things I've ever heard a sports analyst say. What did you think? Well, it's, I, I'm almost expecting. Just kidding, April Fools! You know, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, trying to trying to provide a little levity, you know, in a very stressful time, Steve, in our life. Yeah. With, I, I think there was another shooting uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it, it's brutal, right? What's been going on, and so that's what I thought, right? 
I'm like, this guy can't be serious. I read the quote. Mm-hmm. I read the quote. You know, it's, it's kind of, to be honest, Steve, guy, guys get fired for, for less than that. Yeah. Guys get, guys get fired for less than that. And you've got to be kidding me, dude. You've got to be kidding me. And I bet, I bet, Steve, if someone ever asked him to expand on that, he's going to absolutely be embarrassed by what he said. You know, he's going to be totally gutted by saying, oh, you know, how, 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 what's the premise here, pal? What's the premise here? Well, it's not America. Okay, yeah, we'll give you that. Okay, it's Canada, different country. Okay, Tell, what, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, you know? I'm kind of, you know, if someone's going to do that, Steve, okay, if someone's going to step out, okay, like that, which, which, which I assume he, I don't know where he's coming from on it, okay? I'm not sure where he's coming from on it. If he had a bad experience uh, or something, and then, you know, even that, uh, you know, you can't, you can't paint the world with a wide brush, you know? Um, you know, even, even that, okay, if, if he did. Uh, and he's saying, okay, there's a problem with racism in, in one of our cities or our country. What are you doing about it, dude? What are you right. doing about it? And, and it's, it's the same thing I'm, I'm on with this live tour, right? Where they're, they're talking about the, you know, the ostracism over, you know, in, in, in the Middle East. And, and you know, it, it's a lively topic. It's not going to go away. You know, even mm-hmm. when I was saying yesterday, Jack Nicholas said, okay, we got to move along with this thing. It's not going to go away. Billy Horschel ripped them again today about it. But but my point is, if you're going to stand up, Stevie, and do this and take a position like that, okay, like that, that that's a pretty, pretty heavy, heavy slant, you know, that you're taking on this thing. What are you doing about it? Yeah. What are you doing about it? So I think they got to shut up. I think they got to shut up, you know. I, I get it as a broadcaster. You know that you're trying to come from a different side all the time, trying to look at an angle, trying to trying to give a little chunk of a story somewhere else to make it work, and 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 sometimes it's very obvious what they're doing, right? It's kind of an eye roll. It's like that is not the issue here with this thing, but, but you, well, you've been in it, Steve, right? It's 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 a it's not a struggle, right? But that's part of it. No, I was going to say you want to be provocative, you want to be interesting. That's the whole nature of the beast. I'm going to take this take that no one else has had. And, you know, he, he is African-American just for clarity's sake. And I'll put Canada and Toronto, you know, I always make fun of Toronto and the Leafs and such, but it's part of Canada and that's the country I'm from and it's the country I love. And I'll defend Toronto from that angle for sure all day long. I'll put Toronto's race relations and, and, the, and the country's race relations ahead of what's happening right now in the United States. And how dare you, dude, go after Canadians like that. Like you didn't say the word, you didn't use the R word, but we all knew what you were getting at. Right, right, right. Yeah, y- you know, even even the protesters, Steve. Okay, which which we speak out against for sure. What they've been doing, you know, uh, protesting COVID restrictions and masks and vaccines and all that. We're well aware of that. They 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 showed up again on Canada Day. We talked about it yesterday. Um, but even, you know, even you say, well, what are you doing about it? Right. And so any one of these guys can step forward going, I'm protesting. I'm on the front line there. You know, uh, I drove my truck from British Columbia, 4 jillion miles and $4 billion in gas to get there and stuff. So they're taking a stand, you know, and so when these guys make these, these, 
these comments about that, Steve, I, I'm, I, I don't know where I got this, but it's over the last couple of months. I'm saying, okay, you, you, you've got to, you've got to tell me what you're doing about it, you know? And, and if they say, well, I'm on the public airwaves, so I'm, I'm, I'm giving it exposure, you know, I'm like, nah, 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 no, I, you, you got to do more than that. If you're going to, if you're going to do that publicly. Yeah. I, I think anyway, I think. You now, know. Broussard did uh, respond to this whole thing. And this was his uh, p- thing he put out on Twitter uh, last night. He said, I never said blacks are treated worse in Toronto than in America. Never. That's ridiculous. I said living there is different and, quote, not the same as living in America for blacks. Very diverse city, but it's only 8% black in Toronto. I love visiting Toronto. Visiting. And then Donovan Bennett goes back at him. Okay. So the percent of the population that's black, Toronto is 8.5%. Phoenix is 7.1. San Fran is 5.1. Those are some of the rumored destinations. Guess we can cross a few of those off of KD's list. So it's it's unfortunate that stuff like that still gets said, but that would kind of rub me the wrong way. And uh, just a dumb statement. And he didn't really totally. backtrack there. <laughs> he was yeah. trying to explain it away, but didn't do a very good job. Right. Yeah, the tweet is, I lost my mind. Right. That's, right. that's that, what the tweet should be. I, you know, I just got fumbled up in my yeah. thoughts and I did, you know. Yeah, mix in uh, a story there and then we'll all get on with our <laughs> lives. Okay. Yeah. And you got to lose your job. If it wasn't a Canadian city, right? I wonder, uh, I wonder how much Fox cares about the fact that it's a non, they might, I could see that in a boardroom. Well, you're lucky it wasn't the American city that was uh, annoyed at that level, but uh, now we'll let it slide this time. It's just Canada. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll call it quits right there, my friend. You got to go. I got to go. And uh, don't forget our website is stevewproject.com. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Please join us for our next one coming up tomorrow, and we'll talk to you then. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.